The Midnight Snack Podcast would like to acknowledge the Darawal and Bidjigal people as the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today. We would like to pay respects to elders both past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across this nation listening today. What up everyone, this is Lolly with an I, not a Y, get it right. This is Ru, aka the Culture Black Kid. And you're listening to the Midnight Snack Podcast. Let's go. Australia's Tastiest Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. Here to bring you the latest, greatest and add to your playlist. We are here, another episode, episode 59. How are you doing today, Lolly? You just stumbled in. I did. Hey, my nails are done again. Should we show the people? Nice. I think we should show the yeah. people. Look, everybody, look at this. We can thank Bella, my girl Bella. Look at these. But yes, that's me at the moment. How are you? What's up? Not much. Not much. Same old, same old, you know, work, music, routine at this point. Um, I did go see Bruno Mars with the guys, the, the bays as well. Yeah. So that was really, How was it? that was great. It was, it was really, really, yeah. really, really dope. It was one of those shows that's like, I don't know why leading up. I wasn't, I don't know. Excited is not the word, but I wasn't like, Oh yes. Bruno Mars is week. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm cool. But then when it happens, like in the moment, I'm like, yo, this is amazing. Singing along to every song <laughs> and yeah, no. It. So it was a great, it was really, really, really good. So that's good. I feel like he's really good live. So I'm glad you guys got to experience. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now speaking of you know some of the biggest artists in the world, here's my intro for this for this episode. Some light, some some I found when I was uh, scrolling through Complex looking for you know news that we could we could talk about in uh, the mm-hmm. following episode, episode sixty. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, which is saying it, it's pretty much an article detailing how much certain rappers charge for a feature. American rappers to be specific mm. and these some of the the, mm. the biggest based on interviews with them or people associated with them or you know they might have lyrics yeah. referencing how much they charge for a feature so I'm just going to rattle off a couple names I just want you to you know to give your quick opinion thoughts on you know whether it's it, it makes sense whether you're like ah it could be a little lower or something like that and so <laughs> we all know I've got my opinion so so uh, I'll just start with, uh, let's start with Future, 250K. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, he, I remember Meg Meg uh, ch- uh, said that Future charged 250 for his verse. So I think that's the reference there. Yeah, he's one of the biggest artists like of the last 10 years. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Lil Baby charges 300,000. What? I mean, Lil Baby is. More than Future? I mean, Lil- but like... I mean, I know OGs and like, yeah, no, it makes sense. It yeah. makes I think sense. Lil Baby is a little more sought after currently than, than Future. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Def. So I think Lil, yeah. Uh, Nikki is 250 to 500. 250 to 500. That's a big jump. <laughs> Anywhere in between on who. Like, I, I see it. If like she's going to charge some shitty new rapper 500K, it makes sense. Uh, Kendrick is between 250 and 400 K, but that's if you can convince him to do the feature at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that makes sense. Like I can see, <laughs> that's if you can. like I can see that, that Ken- Kendrick turning down a whole bunch of features. All the time. I reckon his team's just like, not, not, yeah. not, not, mm, not. Like, <laughs> I feel like Kendrick really, really needs to vibe with the song to, to be able to jump, to jump on 100. the track. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so those were those were a couple. I just thought it was a nice little fun, little easy, easy intro. So yeah, no, it's always it's always interesting to see how much artists charge for a feature. But anyway, speaking of you know dope artists, we got some music to review for you guys right after this. We are back. Let us get into some acts. And we got an all Aussie lineup for you guys today with the music. Yes, we do. And we're going to kick it off with this Mali Jose EP called Sunseeker. Uh, Lolly, have you much listened to much of Mali's music? Not in the past, but I did give this EP two listens before jumping on here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I heard a couple um, tracks. There was a song he put out earlier this year with, uh, is it Ajale? Uh, I, I, I'm not 100% the pronunciation. I, I, I'm sorry. Apologies if I pronounce that right. But he put out a song earlier this year called Was Good. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I, I said it as an accidental curly fry. I might be wrong there. But yeah, no, I heard of Mali Jose. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I really have enjoyed his music. I heard a couple of the singles from this this project before it, it came out, uh, specifically Interventions with Mac, mm. Mick Jenkins. Mm. But, you know, I, I, I was keen to see earlier this week that the EP was coming out and, you know, here it is. So, I'll, Do we I'll know his up. background? No, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I was trying to figure it out just by looking at the cover art because that's like mm-hmm. something I try to do just as my yeah. hobby. <laughs> yeah. I guess an I'm bored. Interesting hmm. hobby. <laughs> what type of brown are you? What type of white are you? What type yeah. of person are you? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just curious, but I couldn't seem to put my finger on it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, you know, maybe I might do a little digging after, after this episode. Is, I'm just going to hit him in the to... DM and ask. Why not? Yo, bro. <laughs> It's your origin. Where you at? The two AM. What you at? What are you doing? <laughs> oh goodness. So I'll <laughs> I'll kick this one off. Uh, yeah. Seeing as I'm a little more I'm a little uh, more seasoned on on Mali, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this EP. I think the way he he floats over these relaxed, really relaxed instrumentals is mm. is dope. I, I think it's really dope. I'm really looking forward to to what is coming next in terms of replay value. Uh, again, overall, you know, it's not overly strong, but you know, we're only sixteen hours in, so uh, I'm yeah. gonna definitely give it give it a bit more time before I, I make a full judgment on that. Let me jump into a, a couple of the my notes from specific songs. So, <clears throat> I think is in, in clouds. I think his vocal performance was decent on mm-hmm. the song, especially the singing on the hook. But I prefer his vocal performance on interventions a lot more than yes. that. Similar, I hundred percent agree with that to to Sunseeker as well as in like I feel like Cloud and Sunseeker are similar now mm. correct me if I'm wrong I might be tripping but the hooks on both those songs sound similar like I was I, I went through the second time and I was like wait a minute haven't I heard this hook on what Sunseeker and on on in Clouds like when Cloud started and the hooks hooks playing and I'm like wait isn't this it's not the same hook. I know that because I went back and forth and I was like, okay, this isn't the same. They but the melodies, the melodies sounded really similar. Like I didn't really, make really that similar. connection, but maybe. Now I'm curious. I'm going to go listen back to it and be like, uh-huh, what are the similarities here? 
Yeah, I was like, is this like a part two? I was so confused. But anyway, yeah. um, that, that, that kind of threw me off. Um, yeah. Tranquility, uh, the way the intro with the soulful mm-hmm. instrumental and his delivery mm-hmm. reminds me of like an early, like Joey Badass type song, like from mm. like 1999 era. Yep. And, you know, I like it. Smooth interlude. Uh, I, I, I'm really into drumless beats now, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think, I think he floated nicely over it. Um, I think Interventions is probably my favorite from the EP to just give a favorite shout out to Mick Jenkins for jumping on this one. You know, he is definitely one of the most under underrated rappers out Agreed. Yeah. right now. And yeah, like I said, it's probably my favorite, the piano keyboard, late instrumental. So relaxing. So, so relaxing. And the, but the, but the drums and the 808 give it like a, like a certain bounce that, you know, still gives it energy. So it's not like it's just totally calm. It's like yeah. calm, but, you know, you can still definitely bop, bop your head to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And my least favorite is probably Sunseeker. We forgot one. Stop I didn't have too many thoughts. No, yes, but I didn't have too many thoughts on, on Stop Barking. It's a similar vibe to the, to the last track. It's a, it's a good closer. Yeah, okay, fair. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, that makes total sense. I feel like most of your notes were very similar to mine. My mm-hmm. favorite being um, intervention as well. I think mm-hmm. intervention was really good. I really liked um, how those melodic vocals complemented the rest of the song. I think that mm-hmm. was probably my favorite thing of the whole EP was that sweet spot of interventions itself. I really liked um, yeah. the outro on Tranquility and how that kind of went into interventions. I really liked Clouds as well. I thought it was I a bop. The, yeah. The hook was just mm-hmm. sweet chef's kiss. I it was really good, liked it. It was a good cook. Overall, it's not really the type of project that I see myself returning to uh, too many times. I think maybe, yeah, I would I would definitely actually um, add interventions to my playlist. I think that it was a dope track and Clouds as well, them two being my two favourites, but interventions just really taking the cake. Um yeah. Just wanted to touch again on what you said, just the really chilled out beats, really chilled out instrumentals and just his lyrics and his flows on there just complementing that beautifully. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. I think it was, a, it, was, it was a good project. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, what would you rate it out of, out of five? Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a three out of five just because okay. I wasn't vibing all the songs. Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. love all of the songs. And I think one of the other points disappears from it just not being my style and what I'm not listening to at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to give it a four out of five. This is definitely more in, in my, my lane when it mm-hmm. comes to listening to music. I think, you know, if you're a fan of an artist like, again, a Joey Badass, maybe a West Side Boogie, then you might enjoy this. Molly, you can correct me if, if I'm wrong or if, maybe if I'm right. Um, but... <laughs> No, this is this is really cool. I'm I'm really excited to 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 hear what's next from Mali. And you know, hell yeah, maybe, maybe some more hype hype stuff. You know, I, yeah. I love the chill stuff definitely. But you know, I, I'm I'm keen to see, keen to hear what what you might sound over a more hype track. I know was good was a bit a bit more, um, hype. Up. But you know, I'm keen to, keen to hear what's next. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, make sure you go check that out, Mali Jose Sunseeker. Let us go on to our second track, which is a single from DeAndre. 
called The Re-Up featuring Hamza. We got Solly on the production again two out of uh, two weeks in a row after he yeah. produced the Miss Tandy track. Make sure you go check out our review of that. Yeah. First and foremost, I really love how short this song was. It was like okay. it's had it like 220, which mm-hmm. was so sweet for me. And being in like such a fast pace consumer world right now like Mm -hmm. it just we need the shorter songs i kind of crave a longer song which is kind of just um going against what i'm saying and contradicting it but what i just said but i like how short and sweet this was it was short concise to the point um continuing on the positives i liked the different styles that each of the artists brought to the track i thought that they kind of complemented each other really nicely and the the difference between them sat so well on this track without it sounding so boring and the same throughout the whole track. You know when you have like an artist and then you have an artist that like let's say it's like a Joey Badass type of thing and then you've got Mm -hmm. someone that jumps on like a Joey Badass type beat and they sound basically the same as Joey Badass just like Badass, badass. Oh, my God. I don't know whether yeah. I'm Australian or American at this point. Um, yeah, and it just they, – they sound the same. They sound the same and they're jumping – they bring someone that sounds just like them or like the Audi Coles brand version of them onto the track mm-hmm. and the track's just boring. Like why bring someone that sounds like you on your feature, bro? Like bring someone different. And that's what I think this song did really, really well. You know, they just brought something different to the table. Um, I The one thing I really listened out for – on mm-hmm. this track were the vocal takes. And okay. I feel like when they sat and recorded this, their takes were really good. Okay. Like they had really good vocal takes on this. Mm-hmm. But I one thing that. that was a letdown for me was the mix. Uh, okay. I think I wish the vocals were just a little bit louder in the mix. I found it a little bit not muddy, but it was just sitting both they were both sitting at the same level in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, production was great, but the vocals were just, lo- I was losing the vocal a little bit in the mix, just a little bit low in the mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, Fair I enough. really focused on like the vocals in this, this little review of mine. Usually I'm focusing on the others, but yeah. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. I think the reason why, you know, I'm less critical on the mixing in comparison to, again, let's say last week with the, the Tandy track is mm. because... The again, the instrumental shout out to Solly, who you know put his foot in this track's butt with <laughs> with this production again. Very East Coast boom bap type beat sounds like Wu Tang. Yeah, some, something sure. Wu Tang would have rapped over in '97 on their second album. I love it, and that's the reason why you know I'm not so critical on the on the mixing this time is because it sounds grimy and like fair fair point. Yeah, like. I feel like when it's not an R, like a polished R and B track, yeah, and something a lot more hip hop, like the mixing is less of a yeah. Obviously, unless it's like completely like wild, but you're right. You're hundred percent right. I guess because yeah. I'm consuming like super polished pop R and B, R and B, R and B, R and B. Yeah, is what I'm consuming at the moment, and what I'm working on at the moment with so many different artists. It's like I'm so used to hearing that now. So that kind of grimy sound is not what I'm used to so you're definitely right yeah yeah yeah, for sure and and i was interested to hear what you were going to to come with today on this track because especially choosing the song for our review because yeah you know we don't really review like boom bap type 
stuff yeah, that often. And this mm. is stuff that like I listen to a lot, mm. especially with the, you know, the Griselda records and, you know, all, all those type of type of guys coming out right now. So this is a lot more in my lane to get to uh, my thoughts on the track. I'm a fan of DeAndre. I like his stuff. I think him and LOC, you know, bounce off each other really, really well when, when they're mm. as their collab and, you know, his solo stuff is, is decent too, but I was a bit, uh, I was a bit, uh, on this, on this one. So from what I gathered, mm. the song is re- regarding bringing, uh, like pulling yourself up from, you know, either the bottom or a dark place. And that's cool. Like, I like the topic mm. again, you can correct me on the, on the topic. If, if you like, that's just what I gathered from the few times I listened. Mm. And like I said, I like the topic. It's cool. I just think the bars and the metaphors used could have been stronger. I wasn't really mm. blown away or drawn to many of the bars from either verse from DeAndre or Hamza. Yeah. Um, and I also think the vocal tone of both the verses could have been grimier as well to fit with the topic. Now you're right that the vocal takes were great. They were, they were excellent takes, really smooth. Mm. But at the same time, I haven't also listened to enough to, you know, of, of either artist to really like th- this comment might seem a little more like, uh, you know, you need to listen to my whole discography to really understand. But just as you know, a f- from a first listen, it sounded like these takes were just how they deliver raps normally. Yeah. And what I would like to hear personally over a beat like this is maybe something with a little more grit in the, like a little more raspiness from with the yeah. delivery rather yeah. than something a little more just you're just delivering the rap. I like that because that makes sense within the context of the genre. Yeah. 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 So it's we not like I'm not, I'm not expecting you to sound like DMX. I'm not expecting you to put on all these type of voices. You know, I just want a little more, a little more bass, a little more bass in yeah. this. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just that. what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thoughts. You know, like I said, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, ah. Uh, on this one and because but of that will you give it i i give it i give it a 2.5 out of five oh, I'm, I'm i'm being very okay. i'm being very critical on, on this one but you know mm-hmm. i i like deandre and i like hamza like I, i'm keen to i'm keen to hear more and you know solly again yeah. kill production but no I, I i i just this one didn't do do it for me unfortunately unfortunately that's fair i had the total opposite i'm gonna give it a four out of five actually i really enjoyed this one i thought it was really clean really nice to listen to production was great uh i think it slapped from my perspective so yeah four out of five for that one nice nice all right let's keep it moving but let us get onto this accidental curly fry so this is the part of the pod where we share some music that we just kind of sort of came across without really looking kind of like finding an accidental curly fry in a bowl of chips a nice little surprise there's always so much good music out in here at mks we don't always get a chance to review it also this just a little peek into what's happening in the scene lolly what is your acf for today before we go into the acf can i just note that i really haven't had any curly fries in so long and my mom used to always get them for coals Mm -hmm. and like they had that little bit of a kick to them in the seasoning Mm -hmm. man i miss them they were like full spirals oh i'm so sad now i'm really craving it you know it's almost that time of month guys (laughs) i'm craving the freaking curly Mm. fries if you love us please send us some to the P.O. box that we don't have and we can't allow the them P.O. to box. be crossed on the way. Um, anyway, I really want curly fries. I really, then really want go to anyway. Audi and go get some. But then it's a trek. I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. 
Don't okay. tell me what to do. Speaking then of I don't tell, you... that is my accidental curly Ooh, fry for nice. today. Don't tell nice. by Division. Oh, my God. It is the third song or it's actually the second song, but it is uh, completing the third song on their little, little project with um, If I Get Caught and What's Up with Jagged Edge, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. You already know. I'm such a big Division fan and this was just like just I didn't even know it was coming out. Like I was just like, okay. It came up on my Spotify, like my new Spotify, what's new on Spotify, and I was like, oh, mm. no new song from Division, what? And the cover up, fire. I really like this song. It's been on repeat since it came out. I only think it came out like a couple hours ago, but it's already yeah. like on rotation for me. Really good song. Check it out. Right. See, the album's coming out next week, I'm pretty sure. He yeah, is very excited. Yeah, so you know, we might we might touch on that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I haven't I'm yet to check it out, but I'm I'm very excited. But someone who I did check out and is one of my personal favorites right now is this new Malalo track, Houdini. Ooh. I wasn't sure what to think coming in, but Malalo of a drill beat goes off. That's spelled A W F off. Goes off. 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 Goes that off. The the hook is instant stank face. Definitely, excuse me. She's <laughs> definitely channeling her inner pop smoke in in it, but not in a, a way that's offensive to the style at all. And the way she emphasizes like trap, <laughs> the T, the K sounds like in in that hook. I, I love it. It's it's great. And I want to hear it now. Yeah, no, it's 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 really really fun. After Tracy Grimshaw and and this track, you know, I need the I need the Malalo project mm. ASAP, ASAP. Yeah, and Nerve yeah. had this uh, Middle Eastern sample going on as well. It was perfect. I love it. Love 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 the song. And yeah, shout dope. to Malalo. Shout out. Yeah. So if you want to go check out these songs as well as everything else that Lolly and I have enjoyed this week, make sure you go. Check out and follow our MKS playlist on Spotify. You can find it in the link in our bio on Instagram, which is MKS Podcast. And yeah, that's going to do us for this episode. Lolly, do you have anything else before we wrap up? I do. I'm actually going to go get me some curly fries and eat them for breakfast tomorrow. Nice. Lovely, nutritious. What about you? Uh, I have nothing. I have nothing. Lolly, don't you want to shout out the fact that you have a music video? Out right now. Oh my god, shit. Yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> peace, love, and go check out my music video. <laughs> no, yeah, I dropped I dropped the music video to bad. I can't believe I didn't even plug that. Oh, go check it out. It's a it's a whole thing um about just me being an Arab daughter and what happens in my life. Doesn't matter where I'm touring, how many sold-out shows, how many platinum singles, my mum's still gonna make me do all the things that an Arab daughter has to do at the house at the home and in the home and for the family so go check that out my mum has a cameo in there too i think it was really fun to do and i think you will love it too yeah for sure all right make sure you go check that out out right now bad music video out by lolly but let's wrap Thank you, bio. up i'm Ru, okay the culture black kid and i'm lolly with an i not a y get it right and we'll catch you next time on the mks podcast australia's tastiest podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture we are out peace Peace and curly fries. Mm-hmm. 
The Midnight Snack Podcast is hosted by Lolly and Rue and executive produced by AJ and Rennie of Midnight Group. Theme song and transition music by Midnight Sound. Be sure to follow us at MKS Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and DM us if you would like to suggest a topic or like your music to be possibly featured on the show. Make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, share and leave a review. It helps a lot. Stay tuned for future episodes every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Peace.